Good morning. Good morning, everyone. I want to welcome you to the prayer line. I was listening to the different songs that were being played, the worship, and I always like to just focus on a a sentence or two. And One of them said, speak of his goodness. Speak of his goodness. And then the other one said, my heart is ready to receive. You know, if you speak of his goodness, you're preparing yourself, and you are able to receive. Amen? Amen. Well, it is wonderful. It's an honor. It's a privilege uh, to be with you, to greet you this morning, and then to give honor and glory to our God. I was reading... Uh, Psalms 18 out of the Passion Bible, and I want to share with you some of the verses from it. King David is expressing his deep love, deep love, saying, I passionately love you, and I'm bonded to you, for you are my power. You are my firm fortress, my mountain of hiding, my pathway of escape my tower of rescue, where none can reach me. You are the champion of my cause. All I need to do is to call to you, singing to you the praiseworthy God. And when I do, I'm safe and sound in you. You know, King David goes on further in Psalm, in that Psalm to say, God rescued him because his God's delight is in King David. God's delight, I want to say this to you this morning, God's delight is in you too, each and every one of you. You know, David vowed to keep his eyes focused on God's righteous words, to obey everything God told him to do. And King David said, I have done my best to follow all his ways. And to those who are loyal to God, he loves to prove that he also is loyal and true. So I encourage you, read all of that psalm. When you take some time today to sit and meditate, like King David, you too, will say to the Lord, I passionately love you. Amen. Well, let me introduce our team this morning. I pray that blessed you. It blessed me when I read it, and I know that whenever we read the Word of God, something happens. Something happens within you. So our team this morning, my name is Heather Dawson. I'm the facilitator, and we have Sister Tracy George. She's going to be praying for the requests and sharing any praise reports. Good morning, Tracy. How are you this morning? Good morning. I am well. How are you, Mother? (laughs) I am well, thank you. I uh, rose this morning with great anticipation. So it's good to hear your voice, Tracy. (laughs) And then we have Sister Victoria Wimberly, and she's going to be bringing the morning devotion. So good morning, Victoria. How are you doing? 
Good morning, Mother Heather, and also good morning, Sister Tracy. Just blessed that I got another day. Amen. Amen. That you got another day. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yes. God has given us another day. Praise the Lord. And I believe Bishop is on the line, so let's say good morning to our Bishop and ask how he and Pastor Adrian are doing this morning. Bishop? No? Is Bishop on this morning? Well, we're going to continue on then, um, and let's um, let's go to the Lord. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Let's um, pray as Sister Victoria prepares to come. Father, we come before you seeking your tangible presence to fill each home or place wherever your people are this morning. Father, I ask that you flow through Sister Victoria this morning. Father, let her words come from the Holy Spirit as she yields herself. Let every heart be open to receive. And may lives be encouraged. I sense that this morning, Father, that many need to be encouraged. So we're asking that through the word and through prayer this morning, lives will be encouraged. They will be changed because of what they hear this morning. So flow through Sister Victoria as she comes now to bring us the word. In Jesus' name I pray. Victoria, we're turning it over to you. Praise God. Thank you once again, Mother Heather. And praise God to all of those that are on the line and the shepherd of our house at New Destiny and his supporting half. Lady A. So we come boldly upon the throne this morning and we're giving God the glory one more time because he's a mighty good God. He is an awesome God and he truly is worthy. This morning I want to bring you the devotion and we know that the devotion is about inspiring you and enlightening you to all the things that are available to us. So this morning I want to talk with you about being a better you We know that being a better you out of Romans 5 and 12 and also 5 and 18, it references the sin that everyone has been born into to no fault of our own, but God wants us to have a better life, and he wants us to understand that it is available. So my question to everyone listening this morning is, what drives your life? What drives your life? There's many things that will drive our lives that will cause us to remain in yesterday and not looking forward towards our tomorrow. Some of those things that have driven our lives from the past have been a painful memory, a haunting thing of fear, circumstances, values, or even unconscious belief. There are five main things normally, normally that drives a person's life. Many people are driven by guilt. Many people are driven by resentment and anger. Also, they're driven once again by fear. Many people are also driven by materialism. And many people are also driven by the need of approval. By the need of approval. 
So we know that we were yet born into sin. And we know according to our word that we've been listening to and hearing through our ear gates and also seeing through our eyes as we read the living word of our Lord. It's one thing that we have to remember, and it's been spoken over us. When God created the first commandment, covenant, he knew that we would have a difficult time in meeting all of those commandments because they were written, those first commandments were written on a tablet. If you think about sometimes when you're writing things down, how many times do you go back to read the information on paper? And and even though our commandments were written on stone, how many times do you think that they've gone back to read the stone? Did they miss the mark then in understanding that those stones with the Ten Commandments were written for their direction? Did they put them out of the way? Did they forget about them, those things that were written on stone because they were not in the face of them? So by the blessings of our God, he gave us a second chance by giving us another opportunity to get the stones that he had wrote, written down to get them right. See, the second covenant was written a little differently. And with him, with our Lord, he had us in mind when he rewrote the second covenant. Because he knew that the first covenant was kind of stringent. He says, well, let me make a little difference for them. And that's called love because he had us in mind when he rewrote the covenant. See, our father that loves us so much, he knew that it had to be something a little bit different and it was tough. tough. But he said, I still want a better you for my, for my children. In short, our God said that a better life is available to you and that he just needs for you to follow the instructions which are the templates of life. We all know that we all were born into sin again at the choice not of our own, but our God still said this is not their fault. So he thought of his people and softened his heart towards his children like he always does with his loving arms. And God said, I have to help them to get back in position for his original intent over your life, my life, and all of God's children's lives. So he offered us a different covenant to make it so much easier by saying that he would be in our mind, he would be in our heart, and he would be in our spirit so that he would be able to speak to us anytime. Praise God. Just to be able for us to know that he is saying that we no longer cannot know what is going on with him and to make sure that our God knew that he was the living God on the inside of us with that still, small voice. In Romans eight, twelve, and 13, Paul does not directly say what our obligation is, but his contrast simply states that we are obligated to live according to the spirit of our God. We have an obligation, saints and family, to live according to it because it's a new and better changed life. Hallelujah. See, if you recall on Sunday, Bishop spoke on Sunday about our sin nature. And when you look at it, that is what hinders us from gaining all the success that God has laid up for each of us. When you think about it, have you ever realized or recognized that when you have sinned, your self-condemnation caused you to feel a certain way, like someone was watching you, or you were trying to hide under a pillow, and you knew that your sin was in the way. 
See, I remember what Bishop also said on Sunday. So that you can't continue in remembering what you want to do and how to move forward because of sin. You can't proceed because of the hold that's on your life. As Bishop stated so fabulously, church on Sunday, slipping on Monday, and your drink on your breath because you have not released that bondage according to Galatians 5 and 6. That's your sin. Break and loose those chains and be free from that bondage and make the room for him, our Lord, to enter in for all those blessings, Lord Jesus. See, because the blood has already been shed for you, and you should know that God is an awesome and he has specified your name with victory. He offered us a different covenant, yes, so now we have to stand in it. See, yes, we need God's help to get it right and get on track. In thinking about this new life that is available to you because of your righteousness, we must and should know that God will allow you to get in right standing with our Father. He's given you the second chance. You can make the right choice and say, I am going to stay focused and receive all the blessings that God has laid up for me with my name on it. Say that this morning. I'm going to get and I'm going to stay focused and receive all the blessings that my God has laid up with my name on it. Praise the Lord. Sometimes we don't realize just how important those words of wisdom from God is. However, have you ever questioned what's Romans eight, the greatest chapter in the Bible? See, Romans eight spells out all that God is for us while in sin through his son, Jesus Christ. He'll never leave us, nor he will ever forsake us. He gave us and gave you a second chance to get it right. So are you going to take advantage of it? Are you going to pick up yourself, dust yourself off, put back on your right righteousness breastplate spirit, and step into the true life of God where all things are possible? Well, this morning, I don't know about you, I plan on trusting in the Lord with all my heart and lean not on my own understanding and in all his ways acknowledge him and he will and shall direct my path as well as yours according to Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. So while I am doing this and putting on the breastplate of righteousness, my goal is that I will pray And I'm praying that you will, too, because as for me and my house, we want to run with the big dog, and that's God spelled reverse. So let's get get better at this, saints and family, and go to the unlimited places that God has spoken over each and every one of us. Let's move ourselves out of the way and let God be God for the manifestation over your life, my life, and all of his children's life. So let's speak that thing and believe it and shout in advance, hallelujah, for what he's doing and glorifying him. So this morning I pray that I have been able to implant something into your spirit about the covenant and about all the things that are available to you because the one God that we do serve is ready for you to walk in righteousness and believe and trust in his word because he's already got your back. And just remember, Your Heavenly Father, you want to run with the big dog, 
because our God is a big God. So, Heavenly Father, we boldly come to the throne, uh, the throne this morning, giving you all the praise and all the glory. Because we know and we understand, standing on the foundation of your rock of the living word, that all things are possible with you and through you. And no matter what, Father God, you continuously have your loving arms wide open to receive us, just as we are, giving us a second covenant to be able to become righteousness. We receive you this morning, and we give you all the praise and all the glory in the mighty name of Jesus. And we all say, Amen. 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 Thank you, Sister Victoria. That was good. That was good. You know, I don't know about anyone else, but I needed that this morning. There's just a sense of urgency. I feel it. Maybe it's just for me, but if there are others on the line and you're sensing that, can you just take the word that was spoken? Take that word. You know, as uh, Sister Victoria said, the instructions that we find within the Word of God, they're our template for life. They will lead you to a better you, a better you. And something else that she said is sin in your way. See, a lot of times we think that it's other things that are in our way. But you know what? I believe the biggest thing, the biggest obstacle is you yourself. So you need to stay focused, as she said, because God says, I will, I will direct your steps. So just move out of the way and let God have his way. Amen, amen. So, Victoria, thank you again for that word. Um, I pray blessed each and every uh, person that heard it this morning. We're going to go to Tracy now and going to ask her to come with the request uh, for prayer and to share any praise reports that may have come in. And I just ask that all of us be in one accord as Tracy prays. So, Tracy, um, we're just going to ask the Father to work miracles as you pray this morning. So please come. Amen. Well, we have one praise report, hallelujah, that um, uh, family, um, the pastor Patrick Foster's family is thanking the New Destiny intercessors for praying for him. He successfully went through surgery, got in and out of the hospital quicker than normal, and um, thanking you for standing in agreement for Pastor Foster's healing. Um, so they're very grateful for the praise team um, being on assignment. So um, we thank God for Pastor Foster's healing. We have five prayer requests. The first one is from Latasha Malani, who is requesting prayer for her Aunt Paula, who was admitted to the hospital. Um, she was having heart uh, issues and breathing. So, Father God, we just come before you as we call on Jehovah Rapha, God, our healer. Holy Spirit, send your healing power to Aunt Paula. Heal her and set her free in Jesus' name. We send the word of God to Aunt Paula, Psalms 107 and 20. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. We send the Holy Spirit to breathe over Aunt Paula. And we thank you, Father, that there is no distance in prayer. And we thank you, Father, that she is healed in her mind, in her heart, in her soul, 
And, Lord, her breathing is corrected in the name of Jesus. Strengthen and encourage Latasha and the family in Jesus' name. The second prayer is from Tina Murphy Ricks, requesting prayer for herself, her husband, and her children. Father, we lift up this the Murphy Ricks family before you in the name of Jesus. We give them to you, God, because you know everything about them. We pray that your healing hands will move in this family. We speak to any disease. We speak to cancer-destroying spirit in the name of Jesus. We command you to go in Jesus' name and not to uh, take a hold of this family in the name of Jesus. We speak healing, health, wholeness, restoration to this family in the name of Jesus. We speak the word of God over this family in Jesus' name. By Jesus' stripes, they are healed in Jesus' name. We speak faith. We speak love in this family in Jesus' name. We speak against the spirit of anxiety and fear off this family in the name of Jesus, and we bind faith, love, and comfort to the Murphy Rex family in Jesus' name. Just like the woman with the issue of blood who touched his Jesus' garment, so shall this family seek Jesus and believe and touch his garment for healing in Jesus' name. Be healed right now in the name of Jesus. Um, the next prayer request is from Orlando, who is requesting prayer for him and his fiance. Father God, we pray that you will show yourself strong in the lives of Orlando and his fiance. We pray that this couple will come to know you in a greater way, oh God. Encourage them, God. Let them have an encounter in you, God. We pray that this couple will seek the face of God and seek wise counsel concerning matters of relationships in Jesus' name. Prayer number four comes from Kim Johnson. Uh, he's having surgery um, this week asking for a successful outcome and safe travel. We pray for the peace of God to surround Kim like a shield. We pray the Holy Spirit to go before her and be with her and during the surgery anoint the doctor's hands and minds in the name of Jesus. Prepare the way. We bless you. We pray against fear and anxiety, and we pray peace and faith to Kim right now in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, heal, set free, and deliver. And we thank you, Lord, for expediting her recovery in Jesus' name. Protect her and uh, keep her in her travels in Jesus' name. Uh, the last prayer request is from the Walker family. It's requesting prayer for their family member, Frank Dancy, Jr. We send the word of God to Frank and the word of God to hover over Frank in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, move over Frank's body. By Jesus' stripe, he is healed. We send the Holy Spirit to, to, to heal supernaturally, set him free. We pray for total restoration with his heart in the name of Jesus. We stand in agreement with the Walker family for Frank's healing. Father, God, Jehovah, Rapha, we, we, stand in, we stand in agreement. We pray to you, Father, that you will touch and you will restore him in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, breathe on Frank. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray encouragement and peace to the family. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. Yes, hallelujah. So, yes, we just say, Father, work miracles. Work miracles. Show thyself mighty in each of these requests. Bring quick answers to each and every life. And we give you all the praise and the glory, and we declare that it is done in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Okay, let's go back to Victoria, and let's see. Sister Victoria, do you have any further thoughts that you might want to leave with us today? Yes, Mother Heather, I actually do. I want to remind everyone of the four M's, the four M's. What matters? What type of meditation are you doing? What is your mental state? And are you really mobile for your position? What matters? What type of meditation? What's your mental state? And are you really mobile? So this morning, I leave that question to you. Are you positioned to receive God and receive all that he has laid up for you? Amen. Amen. I love it. The four M's. Matters, what matters, meditation, mental state, and mobile. Wow. The four M's. Thank you, Victoria. Thank you for being obedient and for um, bringing us a word to help us go through this day to become a better person. Amen. A better you, as Bishop is teaching. At this time, I am going to go to Bishop, and um, I believe that he is on the line, and he is going to speak to us at this time. Bishop, we're opening it up to you. Well, good morning, uh, Elder Heather. Good morning, Sister Victoria, and um, also good morning, Sister Tracy, and everyone that's on the line. Good morning to you all. We've had a wonderful morning this morning um, in prayer and also uh, Sister Victoria sharing the devotion with us this morning. She said, what matters? Wow, my God. Uh, When we start understanding something about, uh, and I want to say this right, what God has done versus what God will do or what God is doing, I'm talking to you from the standpoint of what has already taken place. And so uh, this morning she dealt with the sin factor. And that's what matters most is dealing with the sin factor. What Jesus have obtained, we have to be responsible to maintain. Have to be responsible to maintain. So what Adam did, Jesus came and he totally reversed it. And if you understand uh, the keynote scripture we're using for uh, this particular series, it's out of the book of Hebrews where God's talking about, you know, the priesthood and he goes on to talk about the covenant, the old covenant versus the new covenant. Now remember that old covenant he said that um, he found fault with it. And it wasn't that he found fault with the covenant much as he found fault with the people. Now, let, I want to highlight the fault with the people. And the fault with the people was that they did not believe God. And when you fail to believe God, God finds fault with you. Matter of fact, when you do not believe God, in other words, or let me say it another way, have faith in God, God classifies you as being evil or having an evil heart of unbelief. 
So they had they 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 didn't believe that God had already provided for him what he had promised. God would never lift up a promise and then not provide it. All they had to do was walk in it. And so because of that, we we understand that now God has to give us the law. Because where there is no law, there is no transgression. That's what the scripture says. And so um, they're constantly sinning, and that's why the law comes in place, so that they can actually see that they're transgressing or they're, they're sinning. And then Paul talks about that he, he contrasts sin and grace. And then he says something very interesting. He says, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? And so I believe this is one of the biggest hindrances because this is something that a lot of Christians don't want to talk about. They don't want to talk about the sin factor. And I'm telling you, if you're going to be better, you're going to have to confront yourself. You're going to have to confront yourself and be real with yourself and begin to now allow God to come in and tell you the things that you're doing that can hinder you from walking in God's best for your life so that you can be better. And so I prayed this morning that uh, that blesses you and encourages you. Um, I'll say it once again. You probably heard it uh, from other people, but you're hearing it from me. You cannot change what you're not willing to confront. And so you have to confront self. That's why one of the points I used was divorce and self. And you know on Wednesday night we're in a series called Divorce and Self. And I'll continue in that series on tomorrow. But I'm telling you, you, you're going to, listen, I believe God is speaking and God is saying, you know what, I need you to deal with those issues in your life so that we can move on and God's promises can manifest themselves in your life. And so may God's promise manifest itself in your life and may you become better, become the best version of you. May God richly bless you. Pastor Adrian and I, we love you all dearly. I'm going to turn it back over to Elder. Elder. Thank you, Bishop. That was that was wonderful um, with what Victoria shared with us this morning and then you coming on and sharing what you shared. We have been richly blessed this morning with the Word of God. And I pray that you take pause, take time, to meditate, to think about what was spoken this morning. It is an honor always to be on the call. It is always an honor um, to come before you, no matter who you are, no matter where you are. It is a joy and a delight. And so I pray that you were blessed. And I want us to close out with a word of prayer 
but be encouraged. And if you have needs, if you want to send in a request, please go to our website. There is a place there where you can submit a prayer request. And we have, you know, we have people that will pray, even over the weekend when there is no prayer call. We've got prayer warriors that are on duty. So praise God for that. So let's go to the Lord in prayer. You know, as we close out this time, I want us to continue to uphold the nation of Ukraine and its people. And so, Father, we speak peace. Peace be still to every storm the enemy is stirring within that nation and the nation surrounding it. Father, we ask that you reveal the plans, the plots, the hidden agendas that are being perpetrated against this nation. They are actually war crimes that are happening. Father, strengthen the resolve of the Ukrainian people to fight against this war to protect their land and their cities. We ask, Lord, that you will calm the hearts of parents and children that you will grant wisdom and supernatural wisdom to the leaders of Ukraine. We're asking, Father, to divert missiles, causing them to miss their targets. Turn them on the enemy. We thank you that lives are being protected. Put a shield of protection around them. We pray Psalms 91 over them. We cast out fear and we speak hope into every life. We speak hope, Father. We thank you for the miracles that are taking place within that land. That revival is sweeping across that nation. People are turning to the Lord. So, Father, encourage encourage the, the church the leaders of the church of Lord, to be bold, to be brave, to be uh, encouraged, Lord. Father, we just ask your tender mercy and for your power. We thank you for it being demonstrated. And for that, we say praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And so let the Lord arise. Let the Lord arise and his enemies be scattered. Amen and amen. As we open up the line this morning, I would like for everyone to to pray in the spirit. Please pray in the spirit. We want the perfect prayer to be prayed this morning. And who knows better than the Holy Spirit that resides within you. So please. Join in and pray. If it's just for two minutes, five minutes, it is enough when it comes by the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. Please open up the line this morning. 